elephants in the room. I guess, did you hear like the, the tapping? Yeah, the it's when my voice was getting too high. Well, no, when it gets to the end, then you start. Oh, so, like, when you so started, I start now. It was, yeah, yeah, so when you started, it wasn't even, <laughs> oh, it, okay, it hadn't okay, gone okay, into it yet. Hi, guys, welcome back to Elephants in the Room. Thank you so much for being here. We are on episode seven. Um, I'm very grateful. I have had quite the experience with this podcast. Um, I wanted to do it for a very long time, but now that I've done it, it's not exactly how I thought it would be, but in the best way. It's been so amazing. And um, I just love being able to do something that matters a lot to me and talk about things that matter a lot to me. And seeing that it's helped some of you has just been really cool. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, we are on episode seven. Yay. <laughs> um, good stuff. We're getting through it. Um, so today's episode, we are going to be talking about accepting your own faults and mistakes. <sighs> so this is going to be a fun one. <laughs> um, this is a hard thing, I think, for all of us. Um, it's really hard to accept when maybe you did something wrong and you inflicted pain on someone else or yourself. Um, it's a really hard thing to accept. Um, so we're going to talk about it. Let's just dive right in. The first step is to understand that admitting your faults and apologizing for them are not signs of weakness. Um, you know, I've talked about this a lot, but I think the generation and society that we live in, we strive so much for perfection and we expect so much perfection for ourselves and for others that when we don't meet those standards, it like cripples us and it really affects us. And so I think, you know, just accepting that we all have faults and weaknesses and things and, um, that's not a bad thing. So don't see it as a weakness, accepting your faults and owning your mistakes. That's a strength that takes a lot of humility to be able to even acknowledge some of your faults and mistakes in your life. It takes, um, it really takes putting your pride aside and dropping your ego, um, to be able to do that, which I think it's really hard for all of us. And then the next thing is to be slow to point the fingers at others or judge them. We are all imperfect. I think one of the most humbling things about starting to acknowledge some of your faults and mistakes in life is um, to realize that maybe some, some of the people or some of the things that have happened to you so some of the mistakes and faults of others that have affected you, um, it kind of helps you to give those people grace because you start to see, oh, you know, I'm imperfect too. I have my faults too. I have my mistakes too. And so it kind of helps you to have grace for the people around you and to also not judge people around you because you know, if we mess up, 
we have to expect that others are going to mess up too. And that's just kind of a part of life. Unfortunately, it's not, it's not the funnest part of life, but it is a part of life. (laughs) Think about how your actions and words would affect you if you were in the other person's shoes. Sometimes when we make a mistake, um, it's really easy to like want to justify the mistake and, um, you know, say, oh, well this, or, oh, well that. But I think that a really good way to, um, practice humility is to look at your actions and really think if I were in that person's shoes and this happened to me, if this person did this to me, how would I feel? And I think that can provide a lot of empathy for the people that we hurt guys. It is so important to heal before you get into a relationship. It is so important to learn what a healthy relationship is before you enter into a relationship. Because if you have a lot of unhealed trauma or you're unhealthy or you're a victim of someone else's unhealthy behaviors and then you enter a relationship, you aren't going to know what healthy is. You aren't going to know what a healthy relationship is. You aren't going to know how to even have a healthy relationship. And so healing is so important and also being aware of unhealthy habits in your own life but also how that bleeds into your relationships is very important, guys. Um, and I've experienced what it's like to have two unhealthy people with a lot of broken pieces and parts and trauma and wounds in them in a relationship. It was so hard. And I'm still healing and I'm still working through things, but I'm much more aware now. And I've learned a lot of healthy coping mechanisms. And I've also learned what a healthy relationship is versus what it's not. Take responsibility for you. Even if bad things have happened to you, It's your responsibility to take care of you. And one of the most important ways to do that is to heal and be aware of what you've gone through. And so you don't repeat the cycle of that trauma. You know, when I have made mistakes or I feel like I've let myself down, it's really hard um, because I, I base my worth on that and you can't do that, you know, but it's, it's really hard because we want to do the right thing. We really want to do the right thing. We don't want to do the wrong thing. I don't think anyone wants to do the wrong thing. And so when we let ourselves down or we let others down, that's just a really hard pill to swallow. It really is. So if you've acknowledged that you've done something wrong, either to someone else or maybe to yourself, a huge, huge, huge step that you need to take is to apologize. 
you have to apologize, whether it was to yourself or to others, to someone else. And guys, on the other end, you have to forgive. You have to forgive others and you also have to forgive yourself. Now, once you do apologize, let's say you really hurt someone. Let's say you did something wrong. Once you do apologize, you have to understand that you are not responsible for their acceptance of your apology. They may never accept your apology. And unfortunately, that has really nothing to do with you. Like, not that it doesn't have nothing to do with you or what you did, but it's you can't do anything about it. You aren't in control of that person or their healing process or their healing journey. Um, you're only in charge of you. And so you have to be able to be okay with seeing that you made a mistake, trying to fix it, doing everything in your power to make it right, apologizing, and then giving that other person space to let them decide what they want to do with that. You know, it's not up to you to decide because we're all kind of on our own journey and, and healing journey in that way. Unfortunately, even if we are treated poorly or go through something traumatic, we are still responsible for how we respond. So for example, um, in my last relationship, um, I was very hurt. I was very heartbroken at the end of it. And it really, it, <laughs> it really messed me up. But I had to choose how I was going to respond and how I was going to react. And that was up to me. That was my choice. Just remembering that you are only in control of you and in, in control of what you do. And so even though sometimes we want to act out and blame other people, we have to remember that we are responsible for how we react, react, even if we aren't at fault for what happened. (laughs) Now I want to talk about this because I'm someone who like, I'm, I, I forgive people very easy. Like, I feel like I'm a very forgiving person. I, I always have been, but when it comes to forgiving myself, I'm really bad at that. And I think it stems from a place of perfectionism and it stems from a place of um, like my abandonment issues and wanting to be loved um, because I never want to feel like I did anything wrong. And if I feel like I did anything wrong, then I feel like I deserve any bad thing that's happened to me. And I don't know, I just have a really hard time accepting my own failures and my own faults and my own mistakes. I just always have. And and I think the way I've coped with that is by always trying to be perfect. But there have been times where I have failed in my life, like very much so. 
And I think when you come out of situations, you can really start to process what happened and you can start to see where maybe you went wrong too. If you don't accept your failure and you don't acknowledge it, well, if you don't acknowledge and then accept it, you can't move forward and you also can't change for the better. You can't learn from it. And so it's like the first step is you have to acknowledge it. You have to acknowledge the mistake that you made and then you can start to accept it and then you can start to act on it. And if you can make it right, you can try to do so. And after that, you can start to forgive yourself for said thing, you know, um, and that's just really important. It is. When, when I got out of my marriage and I started to go to therapy and started to like heal and learn and deal with all of the trauma from my childhood and from my marriage and everything. I think the hardest part of the healing process for me was accepting where I went wrong. (sighs) It was. Because I beat myself up so much for it. And I'm someone that... I'm a what-if kind of person. So... I always used to think when bad things happen to me, people are like, what if I did this different? Or like, what, but what if I did this? Like, would the outcome be different? Or like, what if I did that? Or what if I did this? Then maybe this wouldn't have happened. And so I beat myself up so much because I think that I'm in control. And a hard truth I had to accept is that I'm not in control of the outcome. You can do everything right in a situation and it can still not work out. You can do everything wrong in a situation and it can work out. Like the things that are meant for you are meant for you. And the things that are not meant for you are not meant for you. And I do believe that. I do believe that God is in control. And I believe that even though we do have choices, um, ultimately, if God has something for us, nothing we can do can ruin said thing. Um, so don't, don't be a what if person, if you made mistakes, if you did something wrong, own it, accept it and move forward and just trust that it's going to work out for everybody in this situation. You know, when we make a mistake, we're quick to beat ourselves up. But something we need to remember is maybe at the time that was the best you could do. Maybe at the time that's all you knew how to do. This is something that's very apparent for me in my current life. I look back on my relationship with my parents and my divorce and I beat myself up because I'm like, I can see that that was really unhealthy and I shouldn't have done that. And that made this situation worse. Or that made me hurt more. That provided more hurt for me and for everyone because of my unhealthy coping mechanism or my unhealthy um, way of doing things. And 
and I beat myself up and I, and I beat myself up and I'm like, why did I do that? Why did I do that? But what I had to start to accept is that at the time, that's all I had strength to do. And at the time I didn't have the knowledge that I have now where I'm able now to see how that was unhealthy and to see how I shouldn't have done that. But at the time I wasn't healthy enough to see that. And I have to accept that and be okay with that and give myself grace. And you need to do the same. One of the things that I (laughs) always beat myself up about is in my relationships with those people in my life. Um, like for example, um, my relationship with my mom, my relationship with my mom is always been really hard for me because I'm very attached to my mom and, um, one of the mistakes that I make is I, I, I'm too trusting and I always let her back in whenever she wants to be back in my life. But the problem is, is that I always hope that things are going to be different. And then when they're not and the same outcome happens, it just like absolutely wrecks me. And so I have a tendency to be loyal to a fault, if that makes any sense. In my marriage, I also, you know, I stayed a lot longer than a lot of people think I should have and fought a lot longer than a lot of people think I should have. And looking back, you know, I can see why it probably would have caused a lot less pain for everyone involved if I would have removed myself earlier. But I didn't. And at the time, that was the best I could do. So it's okay to accept a fault and accept something that you did wrong but also to not beat yourself up for it. Give yourself grace. But when you do give yourself grace, also learn from what happened and try to do better the next time. Try to learn from that mistake. Um, because the truth is like a mistake is, is really positive because it helps us learn to, to do the right thing. And it it teaches us, I think anything in this life, if we can learn from it, it's very valuable. And so when you make a mistake, if you are, handling the mistake the right way, you usually learn from that mistake. And that's amazing. So as you give yourself grace with that, also give that grace to others and understand that like they are also making mistakes and learning. So sometimes maybe their mistake affected you. But um, if you pin it back down to the source of everything, it's just that we are all very imperfect people who want to be loved And, um, sometimes we just do it the wrong way. We do, but we got to give ourselves grace and we got to give others grace too. It's so important. The next thing I want to talk about is just like, you have to come to peace with being imperfect. I think that accepting your faults and mistakes is so hard because we just all want to be perfect so bad. We all want to be good. We all want to be right. We all want to do the best. And it's hard to not do that. It's hard to accept that. But we just have to understand that none of us are perfect and we're never going to be perfect. 
and that's okay. And then I actually heard this quote. It's, it's from someone here on TikTok. Um, his wife, he's amazing. Um, by the way, he has a really cool testimony. Um, but his wife said this to him when they were first dating, she said, um, your value isn't based on the worst thing you've ever done, but is also not based on the best thing you've ever done. So your mistakes do not define you, but also your wins and the things you do quote unquote, right. They also don't define you. I believe that your worth is found in Jesus Christ. But even if you don't believe in, in Jesus, your worth is not based on again, your achievements or your failures. You are just valuable. You are worthy right now as you are who you are with every imperfection, with every flaw. And when you can accept that, that's when you can start to grow. That's when you can start to be better, to, to do good, to choose right. But you have to understand that your value isn't based on that. And this is so important. I really want to stress this. It's so important to understand that your value isn't based on the best thing you've ever done, nor the worst thing you've ever done, because then your motives behind doing right and doing wrong are really bad. Your motives are impure. You're simply doing right things to have value or you're doing wrong things, but you believe then that that defines you. And so then you beat yourself up and you don't think you're valuable. So that's so important guys to, to know where your value comes from. Cause when you start to understand where your value comes from, you're not going to be doing things for the wrong reasons. You're not going to be doing the right things and making the right choices just to, to look a certain way or to be a certain value. Because if you know that your value is there, you know that you're worthy right now as you are, you're going to start acting from a pure place in your heart, from a place of good intentions. And that's what you want. It ha- there has to be a change of heart before there can be a ch- true change of like actual good action, if that makes any sense. And then just a really positive thing I want you guys to remember is that if you make a mistake in your life or you have a fault that you're ashamed of, it only helps you learn and grow. And if something helps you learn and grow, I'm sorry, but that's a positive thing. If it makes you become a better version of yourself, it's a positive thing. It may be really hard in the moment, but I'm going to tell you right now, the things that have really made me who I am today are the mistakes that I've made are my failures, are the things that I've gone through. All of those really, really hard things have produced a lot of good in my heart, I feel. And it's really helped me develop who I am to my core. And so I'm grateful for those things, even though at the time they were really hard to go through, but we can't miss this part. We can't miss this part. If you go through something hard, or something bad happens to you, or you do something wrong and you do something bad to someone else. If you do not learn from that thing, if you do not stop in your tracks and say, what did I learn? 
then it's not a positive. It's only a positive if we learn from it and we grow from it. So that's the beautiful thing about this life is we can go through terrible things and do terrible things. But if it's pushing us to be better and we learn from it and we grow, then it can be a positive thing. And then just to remember this, like you cannot change what happened, guys. You can't change it. If you messed up, if someone else messed up, if you went through a hard situation, you can't change the past. You can't. And you have to accept that. And that was really hard for me for a long time. That was really hard for me. I wanted to go back and what if I did this right? And what if I did that right? And what if this person did this? And what if there could just be this? Or what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? No, 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 no. No what ifs. You can't change the past. You can only change the future. It's not about the destination, guys. It is about the journey. You are going to learn so much in this life if you let yourself learn. You are going to grow so much in this life if you let yourself grow. Facing trials and hard times and all these different things, they only grow our character. And for me, they only grow my faith in God because when I go through really hard things, I have to rely solely on the Lord. And I also have to come before him and humble myself and say, hey, what did I do wrong? How can I learn? How can I grow? And I, I believe that, you know, God uses it to transform my heart and to purify me from evil desires that I have or, you know, bad habits or anything, you know, it strips us down all the way down to our core. And when we're stripped down all the way to our core, we're able to grow from there and go up from there. And so we can start developing who we are for all the right reasons. And we can start to become, you know, more Christ-like and more loving people. And that's the goal. Failure is not fun. Failure is not fun. Failing someone that you love is hard. Failing yourself is hard. Failing others is hard. Life never goes as planned, unfortunately. And accepting those failures is really, really challenging, but it's so important to our growth and to our lives and it only helps us but I love you guys um I appreciate you guys thanks for being here if you want to support this podcast you can share this on your social media um you can rate the podcast um comment you can follow me on my Instagram and TikTok elephants in the room um my personal Instagram and TikTok Nicole.Donna And yeah, I love you guys. Thanks for your support. And I'll close this out by saying what elephants are in your room. My name's Nicole and I will see you guys next week.